Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I'm joined by Jamzy and Crow once again, if you'd like to say hello. Hello. Hi. And we will be sailing the seas of this wonderful world that I uh, am painfully making. Um, <laughs> it's agony. Writing is pain. Um, last time, where we left our crew off. They were sailing the open seas, finally got some food in their bellies, and then as they were getting their gears going, figuring out roles on the crew, they ended up in a little bit of danger. A cobalt captain left a trap out on his broken and desolate ship. A crate promising fruits, limes, and lemons. However, we gullibly fell for that trap, letting the cobalt captain get the jump on us. In a surprising combat, Nanette was knocked out and held captive for just a moment. In a surprising turn of events during that combat, Eldorus knocked out the Cobalt Captain, but that wasn't the end of it. The seas began to freeze over, and cracking through that frozen water was a large vessel. And on that vessel was Delir Steadsey, who hopped aboard the ship and ended the Cobalt Captain's life. In a terrifying display, but after that, he retreated, telling Nanette he would see her again. And that's where we pick up, as the characters wake up from a long and deserved rest. And uh, who's waking up first? That is a good question. (laughs) Nanette, you are currently being uh, basically cuddled by the smaller kobold that was on the ship. I would would feel bad moving. I would just, I would feel so bad. (laughs) That's so fair. I don't want to wake up Jewel. Jewel is currently, she's just napping on top of you. (laughs) You see she's tossing and turning in her sleep. Oh boy. Aww. Hmm. I wonder if I should wake her up. Um. Well, I guess I do have to start the day at some point, so I'm going to, um. I think Nanette will try to, like, keep Jewel on the hammock, but if she wakes up, then that's what happens. Uh, give me a dexterity check to see if you could do this gracefully enough to not wake up Jewel. Alright. Oh. 19. Um, with a 19, you can sneak out of this hammock and slowly inch your way across the deck. As you, like, get out of this hammock, Eldorus's bed is kind of right next to it. And you just hear him going, (laughs) He's dad snoring right now. He's dad snoring. (laughs) The the cobblers. No. The cobblers. The cobblers. Scary cobblers. He's having a strange dream, it seems. I don't want small talk. (laughs) Anyways. 
And you see Mako's like leaning over her. Oh my god. Uh, oh, bye. sorry. <sighs> sorry, bye. I just wasn't. I wasn't ready for you to just be there, you know. Yeah, they told me I have very silent footsteps. Yeah, that's, that seems to be true. Sorry. Um, I. Yeah. Uh. Morning? Fine. Yeah, yeah, good morning. Um. What is he talking about right now in his sleep? Uh, something about cobblers and small talk? Oh, cobblers. Get away from me. <laughs> I don't need shoes. He's a very strange man. Yeah, he definitely is. Um. Yeah. Oh, about should... the the little girl. Is she is she all right? Oh yeah, I I think she's doing fine right now. She's just sleeping still. So. Oh, well, that's nice. You do see that jewel kind of jumps up. Oh, oh. she like jolts awake and she goes. Oh, <sighs> and she's like panting. Hey, hey, and then that's gonna run over. Uh, yeah, are you okay? She shakes her head and she goes, uh, "No, it's okay, hun. Come here, come here." Um. Then that's gonna she, just hold her a bit. She kind of crawls out of the hammock and uh, and folds into your arms. She again is this frail and delicate kobold with these pink scales. Um. You see that there's slight scuff marks on her, and she is just like sobbing into you. Uh-oh. Oh. I I'm not quite sure what to say, but Nanette's just kind of rubbing her back a bit. <laughs> uh, as she continues to cry, she is kind of like shaky, um, and she goes, "I trump them." They're on that ship, I know it. I'm not... I'm not quite sure what's going on on that ship. But... I'm sure one day you'll see your parents again. (laughs) I hope so. I hope you guys can bring me to her. To them. I mean, of course, I, I'm sure that'd be fine. I'm sure they're gonna be okay. They're really good yeah. people. And so are you, little girl. Don't worry about it, all right? She uh, rubs her eyes and looks up at you. Thank you. My name is Jewel. Well, it's nice seeing you, Jewel. My name is Mako. It's nice to meet you too, Mako. Of course. Well, now the only one that is left sleeping is El Doris. Cobbler. Yeah, he's. he's a very, he starts kicking the sheets. He's a he's a very strange man. But... Yeah. What's, what's a cobbler? Uh, uh, we've never really had experience with them because, you know, 
They kind of, they're like shoe people, and we don't really wear shoes. Yeah. I've, I've never worn shoes before, so I guess I wouldn't know either. Yeah. Apparently he knows, though. Yeah, that makes four of us, apparently. I, I guess he must have had a bad experience of some sort. I'm gonna kill you. A very interestingly violent one. Maybe you should, um... Maybe you should try to wake him up before he starts, like... Destroying stuff or something? I don't know. Lynette? Yeah? One, two, three, not it. One, two, three, not it. Oh, come on! Well, that's up to you now. (sighs) Okay, fine. And, uh, Nanette, you walk over to Eldoris. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, kind of scared to fully approach him since he's moving so much. Like, she doesn't want to get hit or something. He is kicking the sheets very violently. Eldoris! Eldoris! <laughs> what? What? It's time to get up. What do you mean, time to get up? We've got... Things to do. I don't know. Like Can what? I... Not kicking your sheets aggressively. I don't. I don't know what. Oh God, you're mourning people, aren't you? I. Well, not a nocturnal bird. Dastardly. All right. Uh, I suppose an earlier start to the day can make for better sailing. And he slowly gets up, pushing the sheets to the side. Dolores, I have a really interesting question. Yes, what? What is it? What? What is it with you and Cobblers? How dare you? How did you know? What? You, um, how... you were taking your sheets, and speaking of them... Eldoris yeah. holds his head like he has a migraine. You... <laughs> You were talking about uh, cobblers and how much you don't like small talk, I guess. Those fiends. They tried to make shoes for me. And they just wouldn't stop talking. I can't stand small talk. Wrong with them making shoes for you with small talking. Listen, when you've grown up on the sea, you've learned a lot of things. And my personal lesson... Don't ever trust a cobbler ever. Never ever. They've done things, but they never say the things they've done. I'm convinced that they've committed more atrocities than I. I feel like I feel like there are much more important lessons to be learned on the sea. Um when- and also maybe you've just went to the wrong cobblers. I don't really know. I've went to cobblers two separate times, and each of them was more dastardly than the last. Uh, How? They they look at you with those fake smiles. Well, I mean, being welcoming usually makes for good business, so... Not for me. You can swear to me and I'll still buy stuff. Well, I guess you're a, a rare kind, then. 
Yes, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm the dream customer. The dreamy customer. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, you were, have, did you guys see land or something? Because where'd you wake me up? Uh, I mean, you're kind of the expert at this, so. Eldorus, like, puts his hand down from his head and he goes, Oh, right. Well, um, to the top deck then. Yeah, all right. Um, and, uh, as you guys move out into the open air, the fresh sea breeze hits you. The salty notes in the air are ever-present, maybe stronger than usual. The winds seem to be hurling themselves at a faster pace. And you see that the anchor is still thrown overboard um, from when you guys went to rest. Oh, man. So much happened. There is also a rotting body on the deck. Oh, oh my god. Right, that happened. Jill goes, oh. oh, the captain. Uh, oh my god, okay. Um, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. We can't just leave it there. Yes, I know. Eldorus casually walks over to the corpse, picks it up, and throws it overboard. Uh, oh. What's wrong I'm with very... you? Have you never seen a body before? No. Uh, no? Oh. Maybe? What? Well, what? What? You scare me, bird. <laughs> you scare me sometimes, too. How? My talk of cobblers? Yes, you talk like you're <laughs> ballistic. B- we... Ballistic? Only a few times. All I do is kidnap people. You can't fault me for that. Well, I want you to say that to yourself. You can kind of... I can kind of fault uh, you for you, it, but... Could you do me the favor and just repeat what you said to... Like, repeat what you said and then listen to it. I kidnap people. Oh. <laughs> yes, do you, do you see how... Not very normal, that sounds. Well, hopefully I'm not in any position where I need to kidnap more people. That'd be unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not. Though at this point, it just seems to be the norm. <laughs> but it's... the Two times is not the norm. Either well, way, get off my back. Oh, okay, fine. We have business to do right now, I suppose. Um, uh, who who wants Bird's Nest? Oh, me. If the sunlight doesn't hit me directly in the eyeballs this time. Are you having trouble with the sun, boy? Yes. All right, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, you scurry up there and keep an eye out for islands. Yeah, all right. Um, what? What happened? Of what are you supposed to do with that information? I'll fix the problem somehow, sometime. <laughs> the sun? <laughs> fix the sun. 
listen. The sun's nothing but a small light in the sky. It's actually quite lo- Okay, um... Anyways. I'm that thing, I could grab it with my hands. Just gotta get up there first. <laughs> you are very interesting. Um, Why, thank you. You're welcome. Anyways... Um, uh, what should I do? Um, well, it seems like the little one has taken a liking to you. Uh, perhaps you can entertain her or, um, I guess drag her up there with you. I, I honestly, I'm not sure what all of us are supposed to do. Uh, I guess that's true. Um, Nanette looks down to Jewel, uh, and she says, um, do you want to go up to the bird's nest with me? Um, I would, I would love to. Alright, let's go then. Um, and you all steadily climb up to the bird's nest, uh, getting more and more cramped by the second. Um, but as you guys look out over the horizon, the clear seas are boundless as ever still reflecting harshly at you. Um, there are a few more clouds in the area that block out more of the sunlight. But overall, today seems like a clear day with the seas wide for the exploring. Woo! Yay! Um, and if you guys want to start looking, um, roll me perception checks. Okay. How much awesome. does the sun annoy me today? Oh... Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did not get much better. In fact, I got worse. <laughs> okay, Mako, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, Nanette, what'd you get? Eleven. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, We're a bit silly. Um, All right. So as you both crawl up into this bird's nest the first thing you see is the <laughs> waves beaming you back in the eyes both of you are struck oh god <laughs> your eyes start to burn with the vicious might of the sun what is it right. i understand your pain now jewel yeah. immediately as she gets a look at it, it goes ah, ah, i don't know if this is safe yeah yeah, yeah, probably so not. Likes us. Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, but through the blinding. Horribly. Hey, I guess so. Uh, Jewel rolled a ten. Um, <laughs> we got it in order. Everything <laughs> twelve. But as you guys continue to look and repetitively get blinded, um, the <laughs> bird's nest becomes a. A crowd of people in agony. <laughs> How are we gonna see anything like this? I don't know. Do you guys want me to steer into the shade? Calm it down. Yes, I would. That like would that. be preferred. Yes. All right. Uh, I guess we'll go that way. <laughs> and Eldoris uh, pulls the ship. You see, he steps on the metal pads. And the sails unfurl themselves and tie themselves to the lower mast. 
you see the anchor begins to reel itself back up as this blue arcana shimmers through the entire boat. And within seconds, that gust of wind hits you from behind as the ship propels itself, cutting through the waters and into a more shaded area of the ocean. Um, and what... You guys can roll me perception checks again, but before you guys do, what specifically are you looking for? Um, for land. You're looking for land? Yeah. Uh, Nanette, are you doing the same thing? Uh, yeah, probably. I assume we're not going to be seeing any more stray Ooh. boats this time. At least I hope not. Um, oh my god. Wait. Okay. Alright, okay. Um, so, Mako, as you look across the horizons, you begin to see the... the outline, the small speck of land in the distance. It starts off as just this nothingness across the horizon. Um, but you can make out just this figure in the distance. And, uh, Nanette, you can also see it. Again, just a tiny little gray blob in the distance. What is that? Maybe if we get closer, we'll see it. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. You think it's men? Or is it something? Oh, yeah. And Doris! Yes, yes. I think we... Well, we don't exactly know what it is yet, but... We do see something in the distance. Oh. Which way? Which way? Um, it would be, like... Towards the south. Uh, it's more towards the south. Alright, turning around. You see as Eldorus kind of whips the ship violently across the waves. They crash against the side of the ship. And as you guys are also staring uh, at the ocean while the boat's turning, you begin to see the wildlife pluming down below. Ooh. This Just <laughs> so many different and very mystical-looking animals are below these clear waves. And, in fact, you see straight to the bottom. Ooh. Oh my god, I really need to write more about these. I have to draw them. Uh, Mako, you want to whip out your book? Yeah. Um, give me... So something that you aren't used to is drawing on the waves. You haven't been on a ship Ooh, and yeah. sketched at all recently. So, give me a sleight of hand check. Okie dokie. Got an 18. Um, an 18? Yeah. Uh, with an 18, you begin to sketch out some of the figures you see. And both of you see these animals. You see stuff like awesome. these carp-looking fish that look like they're covered <gasps> in, in oh, sharp fragments of quartz. You see there are these barracudas with blue sapphire scales and these Ooh. long elegant flowing um ribbons of blue you see these these immense schools of 
these amethyst horned seahorses you see there are these tiny little seahorses in the water and their purple horns glint in the sunlight uh and a few more things that you see mako are these dolphins with sharp sharp uh fins they're oh. these ruby covered oh. fins that look almost like daggers and these things side um and you also see this sea tiger with a spire horn kind of like nanette's horn coming out of the front of its head Ooh. oh nanette that one looks like it has your horn <gasps> oh wow you're right that's interesting he's just like me for real you see a uh, jewel kind of struggles to like look up she's a little bit smaller than the edge of the the crow's nest Aww. Oh. Uh, do you need some help there? Yeah, yes, I would like some, please. Alright, and then that kind of holds her up to try to help you her look over of, a little. You hold her up a little bit. Um, she's very light. And you just see as her eyes kind of open completely. And she's enamored by the sight of the sparkling sea. And this view. And after an, about an hour of sailing, you see that small speck um, begin to grow larger. And you see a little bit of it in more detail. As you look on at this ship, you see uh, this very gold-covered island. What? You see that oh. it's covered in shimmering golden sand. What in all? It looks as if a tidal wave of golden specks of sand have swallowed an entire island to its highest mountains. Dunes of glinting yellow arc all the way up to the skyline and scratch at the clouds in the sky. Parts of the dunes have given way and... You see that it's not all just sand. These large green brown plates are exposed between certain drops of that glinting sand. Most details are kind of lost because you are still a, a decent way away from the island. Wow. Oh, um, good question. Hmm. <laughs> If you guys would like to continue just, you know, looking at the island um, as the ship draws closer, that's yeah. fine too. Yeah, yeah. All right. After about another hour of sailing, you guys begin to see that there are these spines like a cactus running along this mountain. And. As you look closer at these spines and you creep ever closer to this island, you see they are metallic towers extruding from the sand. Mm -hmm. They look... They're covered in rust as uh, they adorn a majority of these surfaces. 
Huh. This island gets stranger the more you look at it. Yes, that is... It's something I would not see on an island. And as the ship begins to come to a complete halt, you guys are drifting a little bit away from the island, um, not too close to shore. And again, you see just that glimmering golden sand uh, just flooding across every surface of the island. And those metal towers cast a heavy shade across segments of it. In fact, the entire mountainous area that is covered in those spines is casting a shade on the ship. That is... You know, I'm really intrigued by it, but I don't know if it's safe yet. Well, um, even more reason to explore it, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. And you guys suddenly hear a loud crash and a splash Whoa. from the side of the ship. Oh, oh what is uh, that? Okay, um, what just happened? Yeah, don't panic. And uh, you see Eldorus has thrown a rowboat over the side. Oh, oh, oh okay. I thought something it, was coming and I was about to be like, oh my god. It'd be dangerous to get closer. I don't want to be... Stranded on this island, so we'll just take a rowboat from here. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, just come down when you're ready. And you see okay. he jumps down into the rowboat. Well, we're, we don't really have any preparing to do. I think we're all right. Well, let's get yeah, down. Right. All um, right. As you begin to climb down, uh, you both are followed by Jewel. You get to the deck, uh, and as your feet clank against it, you walk over to the side of the ship, and you see that a rope is leading down into the rowboat, letting you guys crawl into it safely. All right. And Eldorus looks up at the at you guys before you can climb down. Um, are we sure we want to bring Jewel? Uh, oh, yeah. You're probably right. It might be a bit too dangerous. Um, if you two want to go, I can stay here with her. Um, oh, yeah, I, that'd be fine. I don't want to drag you down, Miss Nanette. If you'd like, I could just stay here. I'm used to being on the boat alone. No, I, but I don't think that's safe for you, though. Yeah, you never really know what could happen. I mean, I'm I'm fine staying here. Well, I just want to make sure you're safe is all. Well, I don't... I don't want to drag you down. So, I'm coming with. Uh, um... Is... Are you sure? I mean, I'm not... I don't entirely know if there's something dangerous on that island. I'm sure I'll be okay. Then mm -hmm. maybe you should carry her over your shoulders. Ah, uh, well, all right. 
Probably a better idea, yeah. Just keep it close to you. Yeah, of course, I can do that. Okay. Well, let's go. And as you all creep into the rowboat, uh, Jewel kind of looks at you, Nanette, and she's like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to ruin anything for you. It's <gasps> fun to see the world. Well, yeah, of course. I just, you know, there's certain priorities that you have to take sometimes. I just, I would feel horrible if something happened to you. I'm sure I'd be fine, but if anything, I'm coming with you, because I just, I don't want to be alone, but I also don't want to ruin anyone's fun. My parents always told me that sailing the sea is a fun thing, and traversing these islands are equally as fun. Hmm. Well, alright. We'll have fun together, then. She, uh, gives you a hearty smile, and she's like, Alright. <laughs> oh, so cute. And as you both crawl into the rowboat, Eldorus begins to start paddling the ship over to the shorelines of this beach. As the rowboat skids into the sand, spreading it upwards and against the sides of the small rowboat, Eldorissa uh, drops the oars into the boat and steps out into the sand. All right, here we are. Oh, wow. This is, um... a place? Well, yeah. And as you guys uh, kind of look around at your basic surroundings. The beach is still that glinting golden sand, now casted with a shadow over it. And those large poles are even more noticeable. As you see, one is directly overhead. Hmm. Okay. I wonder what purpose those serve. Yeah. That's... Something I'm wondering. I'm also very curious about the sand. And he picks them up. As you pick some of this uh, golden sand up, you see that it is just this very sparkly yellow, uh, yellow sand with hints of gold in it. Hmm. That's... A bit intriguing. I don't, I don't think that's real gold, because if it was, I assume this place would have a sprawling utopia around it. Yeah, that's very much so. Unless people just haven't found this place. Or some other mm. reasons. It seems pretty noticeable. Yeah, especially because it's, you know, has a bunch of towers and a lot of this sand. Well, well if it is slightly valuable, uh, scoop some of that into a bag and we'll sell it somewhere. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, 
Uh, Mako, do you actually scoop some of the sand into a bag? Yeah. Um, he was like, okay. If it's just add, sand, then oh well. Add to like, your okay. inventory bag of golden sand. You're the sand okay. man. Awesome. <laughs> if he doesn't, if he can't sell it, he'd just make like little terrarium bottles out of it. Or if it pans out as useless, you can throw it at people's eyes and blind them in the midst of combat. That is a very I, interesting that's a unique way use of it. sand. It might be cowardly, but it is fair. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, uh, anything goes, I guess. Yes, yeah. if a man comes at you with a knife, you shoot him with a cannonball. <laughs> what? Where is... Where, where, what? That's just a saying. Use whatever you got. And if it's a cannonball, shoot him. But I, would it, the range of that also backfire on you? Well, that's life. <laughs> you! Is it? I don't... Um, there could be a, a better example, maybe. Range logic. Yeah, it'd just be like that. Uh-huh. I guess. I, I guess it do be like that. Okay. All right. So, now that we're here, I suppose we should look around for resources, fruit, maybe people. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully not dangerous people. Kind of deserted, but yeah. Um, and uh, would you guys like to give me perception checks? Serious. What is that? Oh, oh my god! What oh. the hell? Oh my god. Okay, buddy. Okay, Mako's popping off right now. Um... Redemption. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nanette, as you begin to look around, you see pretty much nothing of nothing too noticeable. You see that in the mountain that's straight in front of you guys, there is a small cove-like entrance with this um, hmm. almost. It's how should I say this almost bone-like entrance. Oh. It's That's like, not foreboding at all. No, it's just a large kind of white, off-white uh, ah, okay. opening to this cave. It's like a bone white. Um, and Mako, you see that entrance, and you also see to the side of the mountain, just creeping up over the corner of this dusty dune, huh. you see green palm leaves that sw Ooh. are swaying lightly in the breeze, and brushes that are climbing around the incline, but they are quickly overwhelmed by the gilded sand that flows across the landscape. Okay. Well, I'm seeing a lot in that direction, so... Let's head over there, I guess, and look around. Alright. Alright, let's go. Um, and as you guys begin to walk across this uh, beach area... You inch closer to the green waving plants tucked behind these dunes, and you find your feet feeling a more comfortable place to walk along. 
The palm trees are bristling in the wind, creating a soothing symphony of nature, while sounds of ocean waves accompany it. Through this small stretch of vibrance, you begin to notice that the land fades into a decrepit and faded brown as the grasses huh. are dried out, all having these purple vine-like patterns in their blades. You also notice that the palm trees ahead start to give off similar signs of age and decay with those purple, uh, those purple vein-like patterns running through it. Hmm. That's odd. Very. Well, uh, I suppose something's happened here. Maybe poison. We should not eat fruit off the trees. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. And as you guys kind of walk through the forest a little bit more, you see past that decay, there is a picturesque town built along the shoreline, all the way oh. up to the back of this large mountain. Well, there is a population, I think. And... Well, let's hope so. It'd be nice if we can get food or something here. Uh, is that decay-looking place over there? I don't know. Yeah, I suppose so. If they're in trouble... Maybe we shouldn't come into their taverns and eat all their food. Yeah. Yeah, you well, It's not like I was going to eat. Well, uh, right. And, uh, you guys proceed into the town? Yeah. Yep. As you walk into the town, you see that these buildings are in the shape of gigantic, dried turtle shells. Doors and windows built into the six natural openings of the turtle shell, and the roofs are formed out of scoots. Their carapace, uh, the scoots of their carapace, sorry. Large iron bars extrude from the surface of some of these homes with the same rusty quality. Metal wires connect the ends of these bars and the various flags and cloths that drape down from them. The streets are lined with blackened cobblestone, with golden sand lining in between them. Most of these shells look like housing, but you do see some larger shells that stand out from the rest. And you see that there are signs that are made out of these scoots and uh, are embedded or hung over the entrances of these buildings. Oh, wow. What interesting architecture. And interesting, to say the least. It looks like they killed a bunch of turtles. Uh, that sounds horrible in the way you put it. It's true, though. Yeah. It is. That, those are some oddly realistic-looking turtle shields, if that has anything to say about it. Well, that's... That's depressing. It's, it's the world. And uh, yeah. as you guys um, enter walking across the cobblestone walkways, uh, what? Um, I'll just tell you what you see. You see on several scoots the signs of a tavern, the signs of 
a smithy, the signs of a an inn, and even a more... How should I say this? It just says the mayor's hut on one of them. Oh. Okay. All right. Where should we go to figure out whatever we're doing? Well, maybe there's actually people here. I suppose so. I mean, we could just open random doors and walk in, see if there are people here. What? You what? Huh? Well, um, if we're looking for people, then maybe a tavern would be a good place to start. Yeah. That's All right. Good. It, I'm just hoping they have limes. We we need more, because I think we kind of forgot to steal the crate of limes that was on Jewel's ship. Oh, right. <sighs> I, I, I kind but, of forgot uh, about that after the uh, whole terrifying uh, moment. Yeah, that kind of happens when, um... Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully we can get lemons and limes here. Probably before the purple started showing up. Oh, yeah, hopefully so. And, uh... As you guys look upon this tavern, you see that the building is completely overturned. And it's standing oh? up. It's basically exposing what? the underbelly of the turtle shell. Oh. Um. The uh, dusty eggshell white belly has this opening carved into it. Saloon doors bar your entry into this building. But past the small swinging doors, you see the interior of this turtle shell. It's... Larger than it appears on the outside. And you see this shiny, waxed, deep, dark brown floorboard that runs through the entirety of the premises. And past those, uh, past the doors, you also do see the bar and a person working behind the bar. Oh. And I presume you guys walk in. And you see this kind of illustrious two-story innards to this bar. The illustrious bar is a lighter and more tan wood that composes the side facing you. But the countertop has these shine scoots lined up next to each other. It's an army green color that uh, comes out more as it's being lit by these hanging orbs of light. You see these wisps of flame are spiraling around in these small glass bottles. Mm. Behind, these, behind this bar, you see a series of glass bottles of every color, shape, and size. Small, um, small round tables made out of tan-looking wood are littered across the floor of this bar. But they're all empty. Cups are strewn around the tables. And some of them are even tipped over. And you see a human man still behind the bar, and he's wiping down the bar with a grimace on his face. 
This used to be a living creature. The world's a fucked up place. I mean, personally, I would never live in a big turtle. But if the time comes and we cross paths with a big turtle, I would absolutely 100% turn it into a ship. Because that is so cool. What? And then that turns to Eldorus with like the most sad facial expression ever. <laughs> um, I mean, I would ask it to pull our ship across the ocean so I don't have to stand there too long. And if it says no, I let it go. And you see he's just averting his gaze. <laughs> that sounds much better. I don't I don't want to turn a turtle into a ship. I don't I mean, think I could I don't think I could ride on that kind of ship in good faith. I mean Okay, you know, I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, uh, bartender. Um, and you hear uh, a solid hello. And as you get a closer look at this bartender, you see this gruffer old man. A white patchy beard wraps around his chiseled jawline, and a scar comes from the center of his forehead and goes straight down to his jaw. Whoa. His eyes are this illustrious red that hold flickering flames within them. And he's wearing a white button-down that leads into tight black pants that are held together by suspenders. His hair is this faded lapis blue and speckled with grays through it. And it's slicked back and properly kept. Nice to have customers for a change. Yeah, um, about that is. Was there normally a lot of people here, or is this place just quiet? Yeah, we're we're kind of, you know, new here, so. Um. Yeah. He puts down uh, a little glass that he had right next to himself after taking a solid swig, and he goes, "There used to be many that came to this bar, but currently." Everyone is just sulking. There's nothing to do anymore. No fruit to eat. Not even any passengers to come by. I'm surprised that you've even found your way to this island. It's a bit hard to miss. <laughs> I suppose so. Not every island has turtle shells built around it. Yeah, that was a very interesting sight. <sighs> Interesting, but it's decaying with all this things happening. Yeah, um, I was very curious about that. Do you know what that is about? Personally, I have no idea what caused it. However, one day, things just started to decay. The water from the wells have become poisoned. Everything has just gotten worse. Children are sick. Parents have died. It's just unfortunate. Oh, my God. Oh, my. We've all just been sitting here decaying just like the plants. How long has this been happening for? It's been around a month. Hmm. 
We would yeah. escape. Unfortunate. The ships have burnt down. One night, they all just went into flames. So we're all just stuck and rotting. They just sat on flames? That doesn't sound like something that just happens. Yeah. He leans across the back of the bar. I think it's just well-deserved karma. Karma? Our ancestors, they killed all of these turtle dragons. Harpooned him to death. And he points back at a porthole that faces the mountain of the island. That's no mountain. That's the smaller turtle's mother. Oh. Oh my. I think the world's just ditching out what we deserve. Everyone's too weak to do anything about it. We can't even explore as to why this has all happened. We're sick. We're malnourished. And one by one dropping like flies. Oh. Do you think there's anything that could lead us to... A way to maybe help? That's a strange thing for some strangers to want to do for us. Maybe that's just me. I tend to be a bit of a helper. I don't mind helping. It may be my penance for helping you. So I'll, I'll do what I can, solve the issue, give you water. If I wasn't dead, I could make you a glass of water using magic. Oh. All right. I have no idea where to start with this. I'd say go talk to the mayor. He's been acting rather strange since this all happened. Uh, oh, okay. Well, um, thank you for the, uh, information you've given us. Yeah. I'm sorry for what's been happening here. No problem. I'm happy to help. And I hope that you kind people can solve this issue. Not even the Navy is willing to help us. We'll do our very best. For now, though, I hope you take care of yourself, too. Mm-hmm. You see that his eyes are, like, very worn down. They have these bags under them, and he's like, I've stopped taking care of myself for a while. Maybe it's time 
then I get a little bit of shut eye. And you see he kind of meekly sits back in a chair that he has behind the bar. And as you get a closer look at him, you do notice that he is kind of skinnier. He looks malnourished, absolutely. Aww. Okay. Alright, well, I guess we have leads now. Suppose so. We did see that mayor place thing. The building. Yeah. I guess that's our next destination then. Yes, I suppose we'll go in there. As you guys begin to stroll across the cobblestone pathways up across the town, you pass by the blacksmith and even the oddly colored hut. Uh And Oh, you you see like a pink turtle shell. Um, uh, and you see this the the shell looks more regal than the others. The shell oh. is bisected like a clam's. Holding up the top half are these large Roman pillars with these vines creeping up them, and hanging out in front of the doorway. The large double door is made out of this thick mahogany wood and towers over most of the entrances in this, uh, in this town. You see a, gir- a golden turtle dragon head as the knocker for this door. Uh, this feels so wrong. That is pretty badass, though. Oh. Um. Um, I guess before we talk to the mayor, um, I don't know if this is just me, but do either of you think there might be a specific, um, culprit behind it? I mean, all of this stuff seems a bit too sporadic to just naturally occur. I, I don't know. No, you're right. I... I'm a very suspicious person. Well, if there is someone behind this, we just chop their head off. Easy does. What? You know, off them. And then fix the problem. No! Now what? Why are you so violent? I'm a pirate. It doesn't mean you have to cut their heads off. I'm not going to sit there and play patty cake with the man and tell him, Oh, I'll fix your issues. I mean, we don't have better. Fine, I won't kill him, but if he comes from my throat, I'm coming for his. Alright, well, we'll figure it out when we get there. Alright, alright. Well, who wants to ring these badass uh, door knockers? I don't know if I want to touch it. Yeah. Alright, it's me then. And uh, you see Eldorus reach for one of these golden uh, these golden knockers, and he grabs the ring, and with, like... Hold up, let me roll for this. Roll? That? Ah, not what I wanted to do. But you see, as Eldorus pounds 
into the door with this golden ring. And you see the door begins to crack a little bit as a loud boom echoes around. Knock, knock! Oh my god. You, you are... What is wrong? I, I, I wanted to really get his attention. I guess okay. you succeeded probably, maybe? You see as the door begins to slowly creep open and two eyes peer at you from this small gap in the door like um in the door uh, you... uh, um uh, hmm? uh, hello <laughs> what do you want oh. um we're here to um uh, get some information about uh, the things that have been recently occurring on this island. Uh, you're not with him, right? You're not with the. Uh, you're not with him, right? Um. No, what? Who is who is him? All right, you don't know. He closes the door again, and then you just hear a series of. Which card? As a oh, bunch really of um, locks oh are... <laughs> you see a bunch of these locks are undone. <laughs> and as the door creeps open, you see this large room with black and white checkered tiles scattered around the... And uh, scattered around the floor, you see countless papers with complete gibberish scrawled across it. Well, the ooh. room is shrouded in darkness. And... You see boards are tightly clasped to the windows, barring any light out. Very interesting decor. <laughs> interesting. I just need to keep him out. Keep what out? I'll tell you soon. And you see that... Uh, Towards the back of this room, you see flickering orange lights atop a desk with paper stacked high. To the right of the desk, you see an overflowing sea of papers messily uh, dumped across the floor. And as this figure that let you in nears the desk, he sits behind it, and you see orange light catches his face. You see this disheveled uh, halfling. His deep oh, black good. hair is messy and flows down to his lower back. And you see that he is on the scrawnier side as his white tank top is like drenched in sweat. And um, <laughs> you see his arms are glimmering with sweat as he rubs his brow. He looks up at you guys with these bloodshot and blue eyes. Oh my and god. You see this scruffy five o'clock shadow has overtaken his face. <laughs> My god. <laughs> you, you don't know anything about warlocks, do you? What? Good, good. Come take a seat. Come, come, come here. <sighs> uh, okay. You look capable. You all look capable. You look dead, but you look capable. <laughs> capable? Indeed. <laughs> well, we've come to help you or whatever. We, yes, okay, 
Good, good, finally. Uh. Ever, ever since the Navy has abandoned this place, I've just been panicking and holed up in here. Nanette, like, wherever Jewel is, Nanette probably, like, pulls Jewel, like, behind her a little bit. Like you, you see that Jewel hasn't even like she is barely stepped into the doorway before halting. <laughs> Me too, Jewel. <laughs> I, I don't blame her. I don't. Not at all. Annette, I think I'm gonna stay outside. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Um, you just stay out there. We'll we'll be fine in here. You see, she, like, struggles to close the door for a second, but eventually she, like, pulls it, like, really hard. You hear her going, Um, And then that Um, kind of helps her to close the door. You, like, push on it just a little bit, and it closes. And, um, as you look at this halfling, okay, so you, you all are capable of fighting, correct? Um, yes? I'd say so. Good. You can't fight? He, like, points at you, Mako. I think I can say that. What's your deal? Are you here? So you can't fight? It's a bit complicated. He has a ghost in him. And the ghost fights for him. Yeah, I guess that's the simplest way to put it. Oh, good. Okay. Well, then the ghost will help us. All right. And you see as he, like, um, like, stands up on this chair and leans across the desk to look at you guys. I need you to go kill the guy. Yeah. I need you to go into the caverns under the big shell and just kill who's ever under there. Oh, oh, can we get a little more um, of a... Dis- Who is this guy exactly? He puts his hands on his head and he goes, The guy! Oh... He's uh, that monster. He's a warlock, and uh, yeah, he's seeking revenge on us all. Uh, oh, okay. um, the, the turtles. He, he's mad. He's he's one of the the dragon turtles' protectors, and he's come for us all. Oh, <sighs> that, that makes sense. More clear. Well, if you could just kill him, I'll, I'll give you whatever you want. Whatever you want. <clears throat> I don't know. That's, do you guys, is this morally... I'm trying to be a better person. Uh, it, how do we feel about this? I, I feel I conflicted. Yes, baby. Because I, I kind of... I, mm, 
<laughs> surrounded in like... this person's family members. Though I feel like all of these people aren't to blame for it. I mean, it's not like they're the ones who did it. I think. You see that? Like, I assume you guys are, like, turned away from the, the halfling. Yeah. Um, you see he, like, shoves his head between, like, your, your arms, and he looks at you. <laughs> he goes, they, they, he's mad for our ancestors' work. We didn't do anything. We didn't do nothing. Yeah, I mean, as fair as his actions are, it's just not fair for the people here. You're not... None of these people are their ancestors. Yes. Yeah. We, we didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. We just live in the shells that our ancestors provided for us. I think that he should be eliminated. Hmm? You see he gulps like really loudly into your ear. <laughs> the cartoonish gulp. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm not even related to the ancestors who built this place. I just came here. Right. Um. Well, we can try our best to uh, diffuse the situation, maybe. Um. I. Uh, I'm not quite sure if elimination is the best course of action here. If you if you decide not to kill him, don't bring him here. But if he decides to stop, I, take him away. Take take him far. Um. Okay. Okay. Just just come and get your reward or whatever. Just stop this. Okay, we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, yes, you sweaty little man. We'll <laughs> do our job. <laughs> he rubs his forehead, and then you see, like, he passes out on the floor. And then oh, he hits oh. the floor with, like, a wet slap. Oh! Oh, oh my God, oh, 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 oh. oh what that much? That's a freak. <laughs> you really like that word. Freak, yes. I, it's, yeah, I guess everyone's a freak now. It's such a good term for people like that. And he pokes at the mayor with mm. his feet. Well, I don't disagree with you, honestly. Well, you would know freaky better than I, apparently. I, I guess so. I guess I I would. He told us where to go, right? Oh, uh, yes, he Oh, did. right. It was in the little cabin under the shelf. All right. To there we go. All well, right. By the sounds of it, I think the sky is going to be real confrontational. Uh, yeah. Perhaps we shouldn't leave Jewel somewhere. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can leave her with the tavern man. Uh, uh, yeah, he seems fairly trustworthy. Either way, he might be 
taking a nap or something. I'm not exactly sure right now. Yeah. Oh, we'll just leave her in there and tell her not to drink any of the booze. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd hope she wouldn't anyway. Well, I don't know. When I was when I was that young, I drank so much. So what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was born by the ocean. I die by it. Absolutely sorry. That's um. It's a little uh. Freakish. He looks at you and his jaw drops. <laughs> I'm. Did I did I over did I overstep it a little? No. Oh. Um, the great outdoors would never get offended by anything. And he walks away and you just hear him go, God damn it. <laughs> never been offended in my life. <laughs> and he opens the door. <laughs> he opens the door a little too hard. <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh well. Um, I only said a little. <laughs> and uh as you guys begin to uh walk out of the mayor's building, uh you guys reconvene with Jewel on the open streets. So what how did we go in there? Uh we found out more and we ended up a little conflicted, but we know exactly where the cause of this whole thing is now, though. Oh, all right. Um, so I presume we're going to go stop the problem? Yes, uh, however, I think it's safer you we let you stay in the tavern for a bit, since I am very sure we're going to end up in a conflict. I think I can handle myself. Um... She pulls out the club uh, that she knocked out Nanette with. I... Jill, I, you are a very strong girl, but from the whole thing where this guy has been able to send a whole town into madness and malnourishment, I don't think it's a very nice idea. I agree. Neither that. I don't think you should be going into any caverns at your age. Maybe in a year's time. And you see Jewel just goes, Oh, um, all right. Well, uh, I guess I can sit in the tavern. Um, you guys are going to come and get me when you're done, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. I'll wait for you guys there. All right. And you see Marco, like, pats her little head. Um, her eyes kind of close as you pat her head. All right, kiddo. Well, let's go settle some very conflicting problems. Yeah, haha. <laughs> yes, Yay. let's try not to beat up a, a total man who has a very sad and agonizing past. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I were him, I wouldn't back down over anything. That's really fucked up what these people did. They're grandparents yeah. to this. Yes. I, think I mean, I, I guess, but... Ignore it. Honestly, I feel a little bad for not helping the turtle man instead, because this is that's fucked up. Uh, well, I mean, just 
Look at that man in the tavern. I mean, he didn't do anything to cause this, and yet he's still suffering from the consequences of people that lived way before him. I, I don't think right. that's very fair. Listen, my opinion on things is very, uh, flippy-floppy right now, so uh, whatever you guys decide is best, I'll follow it. Yeah. All right. Well, we should start going on our way, then. Yeah. All right. And as you guys uh, begin to walk through the town on the same pathway where, which you came from, you walk closer to the shoreline and past the tavern. And Jill goes, I, I'll see you guys soon, okay? Yeah, of course. Stay safe. And uh, Jewel is going to hand Nanette the club. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Jewel. It'll protect you. It, it's not the best weapon, but it's... It'll, it'll get the job done. Of course it will. I mean, it worked against me, so... <laughs> right. And, uh, Nanette, you can go ahead and add a club to your inventory. <laughs> Alright. Um, let's see. And, uh, don't touch any of the alcohol. It's, I know it's probably really tempting, but... You're not a good enough age to drink yet. I mean, I wasn't really planning on it, but I'll take your advice. What is wrong with kids? I mean, yeah, yes, go ahead. Yes, take my advice. What is wrong with you? Listen, listen. I'm just different. <sighs> no, you're just yeah. very, very strange. Strange and different and... No, uh, quite glamorous. Well, let, let's continue on. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> glamorous indeed. Um, and as you guys uh, drop Jewel off at the tavern, you proceed back the way you came, pushing through the uh, dead and decaying bush and the lush green that remains. And... You wrap around the foothold of this giant shell. And right where you guys saw it before, that opening to the cavern is sprawling and filled with utter darkness. Oh. As you begin to walk into these deep caverns, you see that this rigid opening is still receiving sand as it spills from the top into it. As you get into this wide and almost dauntingly massive shell, you see those metal poles that were sticking into it from the outside are completely going through this thing as harpoon no. blades are basically dangled in the open air above you. Oh my goodness. 
and you see that there is like this spinal ridging on the top of the turtle shell that has several of these harpoons jabbed straight downwards. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is um, upsetting. Terrifying, but I can only help to imagine what kind of beast this would have been when it was alive. Absolutely. And uh, you see Eldorus begins to slide straight downwards into the very bottoms of this pit. You see this uh, shifting sand is kind of pushing past your feet down into the the caverns below. Hmm. And you guys fall? Yes. You see the golden sands begin to lose all of their luster and shines as the hue shifts into a dark and muddy blue in this area of devoid of light. Hmm. As you slam into the sea of sand below, it's been steadily building in the depths of this area. And with a sudden explosion of dust, you hear a loud and ominous droning coming from below the sands. As the sound traverses through the sand, it becomes entirely viscous as liquid. Everyone roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Saving throw? Saving throw. Eldorus did not do so hot. That was was a check. Ah! Oh! Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um, As you all... As you all begin to grasp at the sand, you are suddenly slung downwards at an alarming pace. The sand caves around you. As you uh, look up, all you can see is dulled golden sand falling next to you and the underbelly of this cavern you were standing in. What? As you look at the underbelly of this, um, this turtle shell, you see these horizontal plates that lead into a fissure that you just fell from. And as you plummet 30 feet down, everyone's going to take 3d6 of damage. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Do we roll it or are you rolling it? I roll it. And that's going to be 11 damage for everyone. Oh. Oh no. I have a lot of HP. Ouchie mama. Oh, God. Oh, that was horrifying. Oh, that hurt. Jeez. And... Not a good start. No, uh, no. I was not expecting to fall down here. And as you all are sitting at the bottom of this basin, you see that you've dropped into shallow water that splashes up around you. The water suddenly flourishes with these bright and star-like blue lights. Ooh. Well, ain't that a pretty sight? Yeah, that's very unexpected, but welcoming. 
And as these lights flourish around you so vibrantly, you see the ground around this basin is filled with dark and un, uh, dark and unending green moss with uh, specks of sand around it. Large marble white bones are forming up pillars up on the mountain, um, holding up the mountain above you. And as you are looking around, you notice the bioluminescent water flows down into a natural cavern further down the path. And also down in this cavern, you see one of those large metal harpoons um, have fallen into the water around you. And it is very rusted over and quite ancient looking. No. Ah. How much further down does it go? That's a very good question. Well, if the the turtle dragon guy isn't here, I suppose he's further down the path. That's very fair. Let's just well, not go into one of those traps again, because um, that last one really hurt. Yeah, I suppose traps would be very, very not good anymore. I mean, they're not good in the first place, but they're extra not good now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's, um, be a little more cautious. Yeah. And, uh, you guys begin to follow the bioluminescent water down? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. As you walk into this uh, natural cavern, these, these small caves with the water trickling downwards, it's this spiraling and nonsensical pathway down. The darkened water glows as with every single step. And as you plunge further and further into this path, your feet kind of splashing against the water. You breach into an opening. You see the bioluminescent light completely fades away. The rushing water turns to a... uh, starts to burn with every step. Noise of falling water grows to its pinnacle. You notice around the cave opening there's orange light that is illuminating the moist stone. And after getting to where the light is flooding... You see a shallow lake that leads into another flowing river down below. And you see gemstone stalactites extrude from the water and glimmer uh, as the torchlight illuminates their shape and luster. And the water that you are stepping in now is this dull and purplish tone as it burns your feet. Oh, uh. It's kind of a drop downwards, if I didn't explain that enough. And uh, what are you guys doing? You see Eldorus kind of goes, do we just jump down? What do you guys want to do? Because this water is stingy. Yeah, I don't really want to stay in this water. I guess we just go? 
Suppose so. Uh, yeah. And as you jump down into this shallow-looking water, you see the crystals around you suddenly jostle and start to move, and they lunge at you. What? Huh? You see these beasts with fangs of red gems uh, that curve upwards like a tusk on a mammoth gnash at you. Their bodies are large, looking like gators in the water. But they have these flag-like spines that run down their reptilian bodies. And everyone roll initiative. So much for being cautious, I guess. (laughs) Ugh! No! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my god, we all rolled horribly! Bro, no! <laughs> We're a bit silly. The timing could not be worse. Where's one of those natural 20s? Where is one of those natural where, 20s? Where are my For natural real? 20s when I need them? I had two in a row this session. I can't have one more. Alright. God, I can't believe you got a four on your initiative. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it sucks. I'm already on really low health. One of these gem crocs are going to make an attack at... I'll roll it. I'll roll for that. All right. We don't so, even encounter the man. A one and a two is going to be Eldorus. A three and a four is going to be Nanette. And a five and a six is going to be Mako. That is a two, so it's going to attack Eldorus. And that is going to be an 18, which hits Eldorus. And Eldorus is going to take... Oh, Jesus. Um, 12 damage. (laughs) Oh. These are going to take me out. That's a strong bite on this one. And you see Eldorus's hand is completely ensnared by one of these gem crocs open maw. Oh no! And that is going to go to Eldorus's turn. You foul creature. That's it, I'm not holding back. And you see Eldorus puts his other hand out to the sky. Come, the rusted anchor. And you see as almost shooting down from the heavens, his blade comes like a wisp of water. And he clenches it tightly. Whoa. And he's going to roll the hit. That is terrible. Oh. Um, oh. Okay, that's not good. Time to try again. Um, and he's going to roll the hit again. Not better, but it hits. Um, At least it hits. That is going to do 11 damage to the croc. Much better. Um, So that's going to be 11. And that is going to go to your turn, Nanette. (sighs) All right. Um... So, how many of these creatures are there? Um, there's two of them. Oh, just two? Yeah, just two. 
Okay, um, then I guess I will go for the one that Eldorus is not attacking right now. Okay. You see, as Eldorus took that slice into the other croc, it's, like, bleeding heavily into the water as its gemstone has been cracked, and the blood vessels inside of it have exploded outwards. Ooh. Um, but roll to hit on this other croc. All right. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you are not um, rolling good. That, unfortunately, does not hit. Um, uh. <laughs> that as you shakily hold your bow upwards after the sudden shock, you uh, one of the arrows goes flying into the pond, and it splints on the ground. And that is going to go <laughs> to uh, Mako's turn. <laughs> Eldorus looks over at you, Nanette, and goes... It's all right. We got this. Just stay calm. Oh, these things are not very nice looking. Breathing exercises. Um, Whatever my therapist tried speaking to me. You had a therapist? Uh, I tried. You tried? I tried. Oh. Yeah. And uh, what was that to hit, Mako? I did not roll. Oh, you didn't roll? Hold roll on. the hit. Yeah, hold on. Oh, what the- Oh, my- um, <laughs> Mako, as you shakily hold these daggers, your brain is racing with the fact that you have to strike a beast, and you clumsily try to jab these daggers into this uh, gem-covered crocodile. Um, but you see- you just barely whiff it as its mighty tail goes to strike you. And let me roll the hit. And a 14 does hit you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I will roll that. And that is going Uh-oh. to be. That's going to be six damage to you, Mako. Oh. And that is going to go to the crocodile with Eldorus's hand in its mouth. <laughs> that is a... So you see it as this uh, crocodile begins to rear forward to bite into Eldorus's translucent flesh again. Eldorus's go. Eldorus goes, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And he... No, he no, no. Pulls away and he just waggles his finger. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) And that is going to go to Eldorus's turn. Eldorus just goes, All right, bad crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) And you see, as Eldorus goes to swing his fist at this crocodile and just does a spin in the air. Um, I meant to do that. Grace, gracefulness. Eldorus, please! Why are we so petted just right now? Eldorus looks at you with a pleading gaze. Um, <laughs> and that's gonna go to your turn, Nanette. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Oh my god, okay. okay. Do something. Okay, focus, Nanette. Just like we practiced. 
<laughs> Holy shit, just like you practiced. Yeah, you hit, roll your damage. <laughs> okay. This is at which crocodile? Um. The one you and Mako have been attacking? Uh. I'll go for the one that Eldorus has been attempting to attack. <laughs> as you. As you uh, look at Eldorus's pleading gaze, he you just immediately pull out your bow and fire a quick arrow between this crocodile's head. And you see as it begins to lose consciousness as all this blood is spilling out into the uh, lake, but it's standing on shaky legs. <sighs> good shot, good shot. Maybe one more of those, please. Ah. <sighs> I can try. And that is going to go to Mako's turn. Oh, and Mako, in the yeah. face of peril, oh, no. you hear a voice in your head. Oh, boy. There's a time to use my power, Mako. Yeah, I'm kind of near unconscious. And you see, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw for me with disadvantage. Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, there it is. You see, <laughs> as suddenly the skull apparates before your eyes. This is unlike the other time you fully register what's happening. And you see the skull oh. latches onto your face and it's almost the searing pain like hellfire burning across your beak and Mako your consciousness slowly fades and Adric you are now in charge alright okay uh, the scary one's out do work <laughs> do work Okay, so this crocodile hurt me, right? Um, yes, it kind of whipped you with its tail. Okay, well, I'm doing my little revenge thing. I'm going to hit it with the hellish rebuke. Oh, I think oh. you're supposed to do that on its turn when it hits oh, you. Oh, on its Yeah, oh, on okay. its turn. It's a reaction. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, either way, I'm pulling out the daggers. You know what? For once, I'll let you do it. I'll let you do the hellish rebuke, too. What the? F That's a good idea because whatever I just. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Um. So for okay. hellish rebuke, I have to roll a saving throw. Yeah. Uh, dexterity saving throw for twelve. Dex dexterity saving throw for twelve. Okay. Yeah. It succeeds, so it takes half. Yeah. And roll that. Okay. Eight damage. Holy shit! Oh my god. All right. Um. You round it up, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just eight. You don't need to remember. Oh, yeah, it's just eight. Um, no. Yeah. You see as hellish fire burst from your twin daggers. And you strike into it, ripping across its scaly body with both of your daggers. That's how we'll flavor it this time. Oh, um, wow. That is new. See, he's scary. Certainly. That boy's got a demon in him. I don't know if it's a demon, but 
Yeah. I'm definitely not calling that thing an angel. And um, that same crocodile that you attacked. Oh, that yeah, go thing. on. That thing. That thing. That's. Okay. I'm panicked and I got blood seeping out of my arm. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, okay. It's always so sad to see him bleeding green. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> that hits you, uh, Adric. So, okay. roll. No, I'm knocked out. It doesn't matter how much damage it does. Oh, you're oh. fucking out? Yeah, I had one oh, HP no. left. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, oh, okay. that's why I had him say I'm near unconscious. Um... As your eyes begin to, uh, well, for Adric, this is an interesting sight because you finally regained vision, but it's blurry, and then you are instantly whipped across the face with a an alligator's tail. Oh, oh, yeah. oh All right. Well, I think the scary one's out now, Eldors. Oh God, we needed him. Um, oh. it's okay. We've got it. We've got it. Oh, and I hope we got it, because this is looking like we don't got it. No, I... I we've got it. I don't want to panic. All right, we don't got it. I mean, we got it. <laughs> Optimism. Yes, yes. You see this tired croc goes for a bite on Eldorus. And as it goes for this bite, it shakily falls into the water as more blood spills out of its open wounds. And that is going to go to Eldorus, and he is going to roll to hit with his fist. Alright, nap time! Um, <laughs> and let me roll damage. That is going to... Oh. You see, as Eldorus puts his fist to the sky, and then brings it down like a hammer onto this crocodile's head, and it immediately gets its skull caved in. Uh, as water oh ripples. God. And uh, Eldorus looks at you guys and goes, he needed a nap. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, it, did, it did need to be put out of his misery. You then see Eldorus kind of um, throws off his black uh, blouse. And he's going to heal a little bit. Um, let's see. He heals for eight health. All right, you got this. You got this, Biggie. And that's going to go to you, Nanette. All right. All right. Whew. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're not good. <laughs> um... Nanette, as you pull your bowstring back <laughs> and try to fire into this crocodile that's kind of hovering over Adric, you, like, in the sight of your new companion being down, you pull the bow a little too hard and it fires over the crocodile's head. Come on. It's okay. Calm. Peace. Optimism. Uh, now, Mako, give me a death saving throw. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, 
That's a pass. <sighs> and that is going good, to go good, through good, the good. gem crocodile's turn. What? You see that after witnessing its uh, kin being slain by Eldorus, it begins to rush towards Eldorus through the water. And as it what? goes to chomp, uh, Eldorus goes, no, no, no. And uh, <laughs> waggles his finger as he avoids the bite. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And that is going to go to Eldorus' turn again. Um, what is Eldorus going to do? I think he's just going to punch it again. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Come on, bro! No, t- no taste, ocean's wrath, and he runs forward towards the crocodile and he goes to punch and he just with the force of the punch he spins himself into the water (laughs) he looks at you Nanette please (sighs) and that's your turn okay 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 it's just, it's just one, it's just one little creature. Adric is currently also knocked out, bleeding out into the water. Uh, they're, mm. having, they're having a little nap. Also, Nanette would not know that he is fine for now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, wait, let me see. Let me see. Uh, can I? Mm, no, that doesn't work like that. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna keep. Uh, how how injured is this is this uh, creature this critter? It looks like it has a lot more fight in it. I'm just gonna go for the attack. I think. All right. Okay, okay, okay. That is a oh. hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Please. Oh, okay. As you pull your bow back, plunging an arrow deep into its uh, scaly body, you see your arrow just completely punctures through its uh, leg. And that is going to go to Mako's turn. Roll me another death saving throw. Uh, Bro is snore me me meing. That is another success. Awesome. He is just having a peaceful nap in this water. Um, As he's bleeding. (laughs) As he's bleeding out. Um, It's all right. And that is going to go to the gem crocodile's turn. As this arrow is sent uh, flying through its leg, it begins to rush over at... Well, it's still in front of Eldora, so I think it's just going to keep snapping at him. Ah. That is going to hit Eldorus. Oh, God. That's going to be... 11 damage to Eldorus. 
Oh my god. Oh my. Oh, I will say no, 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 that one. You got a you no, 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 me. <laughs> um. And that is going to go to Eldorus's turn. Uh, he is going to just punch. Just straight up. Oh god. What is it with this guy and missing punches? <laughs> he he punches into the uh the crocodile, but you see he like misses and punches into the water. And oh as it God. begins to ripple, he picks up his hand and his knuckles are bleeding. I punched rock. Maybe you oh. should get a new strategy. Just just yeah. maybe. Maybe I just use sword. That might be that might be a better idea. I just like punching things. And that's gonna go to your turn. <laughs> well, it's not really helping right now, so. Oh! Holy shit. Um, roll your damage. Holy roll your damage. Holy moly. Nanette, how do you finish this thing? I think at this point, Annette just wants this to be over. <laughs> so she just, without even considering, like, where she's shooting it, maybe she just kind of shoots it in, like, the center of its back or something. You shoot it directly into the center of its back, and you see that the arrow punctures into a vital organ, and this thing just fucking falls. <sighs> You're a nice one. You know, we should help Marco. And also, yeah. I think you, me and Doris need a nappy. But we don't have time to take a nap. What do you mean if we charge into that thing? I think we're going to die. Uh, well, I guess you might be right. Listen, those people have survived for months on end without food and water. What is, like, one more day for myself? Okay, well, hopefully this is a safe place to rest. Honestly, don't know. Mako looks like knocked out Peter Griffin in the back. (laughs) I was just about to say Mako is laying face down in the water like (laughs) Peter Griffin. I, I, I'm gonna heal him. I'm gonna heal him. He looks like that, but he's in, like, the comfiest position ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Mako, you heal exactly one health. One. <laughs> Mako, you, you wake up, but you feel like shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do much. Uh, yes, yes, we took care of them all. Oh my god, that hurts. These things are base. Yeah. I'm gonna eat them. Oh, I can't even eat them. Oh. Oh, right, you. It's okay. Killing them's enough, I think. Let's just, um, try to rest, I guess. 
Oh, okay. You see Mako immediately knocks out. <laughs> in the in the water that feels like it's burning. No. <laughs> okay. Is there anywhere like any other like surface we can go get? Yeah, on? you guys you guys have just been fighting in a pond, but there's like a a stone <laughs> platform over Mako there. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to like <laughs> I'm going to try to like pick up uh-huh. Mako and like drag him to the the safer not burning water. Mako is like laying like a pool floaty in the water. <laughs> like a deflated pool floaty. <laughs> the saddest pool floaty ever. <laughs> should I should I roll anything to like drag him to it or Um no, it's through water and he's relatively light. Yeah. He's not like All a right. huge dude. Yeah, yeah. He's just a little guy. Well, right. will you guys sleep? I'll just watch you now. Wait, um, you don't seem to be doing that good either. Well, you see, I kind of forgot I have, you know, undead things. I, I guess, but... <sighs> you see he, like, just takes a seat on, like, an elevated rock, and he's like, I just got to turn it on sometimes. You see, turn as Eldorus's eyes... <laughs> yes, turn it on. You see his eyes begin to gleam a red. I hate Lear, I hate Lear, I hate Lear, I hate Lear. And um, you see his body slowly begins to repair itself. <laughs> um, okay, that's... Wow, um... All right, well, sorry, I, I guess I'll take my rest. Yes, good night. I hate Leo. I hate Leo. I hate Leo. Okay, I hate Leo. I hate... <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting in the zone. I hate Leo. I hate Leo. I hate Leo. <laughs> you okay. see a red aura begin to emanate from Eldor's. I hate Leo. I hate Leo. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I hate Leo. Um... I hate Leo. <laughs> 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 Uh, you guys can take, um, how long are you guys resting for? Um, it takes Mako to not look like a deflated. (laughs) Um, uh, oof. Um. Ah, Jesus. Do you think a short rest would be enough, or? Probably Probably not. not. Alright, um. Do you guys want to take a long rest, then? Yeah. That's a full eight hours. Oh my god. That might be better though. We don't know what's up ahead, so. I delir, I delir. I don't want you guys dying on me, so take as long as you need. I hate delir, I hate delir. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll take a long rest. <laughs> um. I guess. As you guys... guys, I think he hates delir. I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I hate delir. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> God, I think Delir. he loves Delir. God, Delir. I hate you. I hate you. I'm going to kill you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as you guys uh, b- barely managed to sleep because Eldorus is chanting, um, uh, you guys eventually come to a long night's rest. And 
in your sleep, I want you guys to oh, roll me a Stop. wisdom saving throw. What is wrong with you? What not is wrong Annette, with you? Just Mako. Oh, not what me. Okay. Oh, thank God, because I just. <laughs> I That's just funny. <laughs> thank God. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I transferred it over to you. No. Um, Mako, as you toss and turn in your pool floaty state, um, <laughs> you are suddenly encapsulated by an unending darkness. And oh God. your eyes are hazy as you are just completely knocked out. Ugh. Your face is kind of half submerged in this uh, deep black ink. God. Ew, what is what is this? Oh, never mind. It's just ink. Wait, wait. Why is there ink? And you immediately, as you pick up your head, you see sitting on a rock, right in front of you, is Adric. Oh, that was not very, not very good, was it? I'm not going to lie. I'm really, I'm really upset that you let me swap places while you were almost dead. What was I supposed to do? I was near unconscious. Ask for my help earlier. Uh, no. I don't want to bother you. He puts his feathery hands up to his forehead. Mako, I am quite literally in your head and dead. You could be all that and I still would think I am bothering everyone around me. That's a really unfortunate way of thinking. You know me best, so I'm surprised you don't know that already. <sighs> I do know. I was just hoping it would change by now. I and don't know. He looks you in the eyes and he goes, Mako, I need your help. But I need you to not be afraid to call upon me. Please. It's hard for me to ask people for favors, but... You mean so much to me, so... And I guess I really need to try to ask your help more in battles. He kneels down next to you. I can't stand for, for anything. As he kneels down next to you, he puts his uh, hands on her shoulder. I'm really begging you. Ask for my help. Please. I need us um. to get better at fighting. Something's yeah. on the horizon. Marco. 
Is it who I think it is, or is this another looming threat that I have to hear about? He gives you a gentle smile, reminiscent of the one he used to wear as a kid. And he just goes, It's one of those mysteries. Mysteries? Well, I was not in your head. I was hearing about many things, Mako. And one of those things was a fleet of pirates in a land unknown. A fleet of pirates that I even visited, if you can call it that. I thought they meant justice. But no, they mean so much more. What? What is that like, exactly? When I died, I got to travel the realms. And I got spat up in a quite an evil one. Oh. Yeah? Those pirates are looking to invade this world. For what? For me. And as he says that, you see the dream begins to crumble. What? Adric, hold on, what? You see that Adric smiles at you one last time, and his beak begins to crumble and flake like glass. What? And the dream is over as you wake up with a full eight hours of sleep. Oh, 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 I feel much better. Yeah, you do feel quite healthier. I did not like that water. That felt like sparkling water. Mineral water? Carbonated water? Hateley, hateley. Oh, good morning. Oh, what? Have you been chanting that the entire time? It helps. It helps. That is a very interesting function of techniques. I don't know what to call that. It's a a spiritual thing. I think it's why my therapist gave up. (laughs) I don't know how your therapist dealt with the whole ghost thing. But I mean... Yeah. First, when I walked into that office, she was like, oh my god, you're dead. And I was like, yes, I am dead. And I also need therapy. I feel like like as Eldorus is saying this, like, Nanetta's like awake, but she's still laying on the ground with her eyes closed, and she's just like scrunching her eyebrows together (laughs) as he says that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's the first thing she wakes up to hear. Her inner thoughts are going like what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if ghosts just randomly came up to me, I mean, that's how I kind of directed to you in the first place. Uh, I would be pretty confused, hand shocked. Yes, I suppose so. Not everybody really likes dead people. 
but it's kind of a stigma and quite rude. But, um, it maybe I'll work to change that, you know. Racism is not good and all. Can't believe uh, it still exists. You know, that's a good point. Oh, right, we're supposed to hold the deal. We still have that whole guy deal. Yeah. Oh, good morning, Lynette. Good morning. You alright? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I just, you know, this isn't exactly a comfortable place to lay down. No. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Um, uh, we, we gotta, we gotta, um, a guy to take care of, I guess, so. Yeah. Here's, um, talk to. He says, well, he's doing, like, air quotations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Talk to. Alright, I guess we go further down. Alright. Alright. Um, yeah, he gets up and he stretches his back. I hate Delia! Okay, now I'm good. I'm ready to go. Oh my goodness, okay. No. <laughs> it okay, still but... feels so weird to hear things like that. Yes, but it powers me. I don't understand how you knew that, man. Listen, I run on hate and he killed me. I, yeah, I think, I think I could understand if I was um, killed by someone. Yeah, I can never eat bacon again. How cruel is that? That's that's very cruel. Very, very cruel. I I be. can't believe he would do such a thing. That's that's um um uh, freak behavior. You're freak catching you. on. He <laughs> nudges you with his elbow. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess so. Soon you'll be just like me. Oh. Nanette, I well, hope you don't put that people. I, I hope, yeah. Especially don't want the, the dead part, but... Yeah. Oh, yes, hopefully oh, you won't be yes, dead, but... Yes, yes. You'll be just like me otherwise. And... Yeah. He squints at you. Mmm, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, anyways... Yeah, I was a little bit drawn out, but I'm gonna take it like you were tired, and that mm -hmm. was that. You know, I just woke up. It's, you know, it's still um, 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 um. It's cave time. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cave time. Yeah, and it about uh. I can't really do math, but I feel like I said, I hate Delir. Maybe enough times to fill about eight hours, so I. You got a full night's rest. Wow, that's. impressive, but concerning. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Well, let's go fight a turtle guy. <laughs> yeah. Wizard. <laughs> As he like scratches his head, he kind of walks past you guys and mutters that. <laughs> Turtle wizard. 
You know what I think would be cool? Mm, what? Total ninjas. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of such a concept before. I haven't either, but I'd thought of it and I think it'd be really cool. Hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like there should be some rats involved, too. Yes, perhaps like a big rat. A big rat guy. Yeah, I think that would be very interesting. You have very strange imagination. What do you think his name would be? Hmm. I don't know, like Splinter or something. That's a weird that name. Is, <gasps> that is so cool. That is yeah, really that's cool. a good one. That's a good one. I feel like we're really doing something, guys. We could make something out of this, I think. Do do any of you know how to draw? Well, I know you do, Marco. Yeah. All right. We'll branch out. We'll branch out into a comic book. Uh, okay, let's get back on track. Ah, uh, right. Yes. 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 Um. And as you guys kind of <laughs> walk out of this hollowed cavern, <laughs> that was a fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Woo! stupid fucking joke. Uh, I'm crying. I'm fucking crying. Okay. Alright. I just, I just had to get it out of my system. That was fucking dumb. <laughs> we went on. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Um, the pathway deeper into these caverns is illuminated by more flickering candlelight. The purple waters grow deeper in color as you follow the river down, and a malice-like scent begins to fill the air around the entrance. At the end of this potently evil cavern, you break out into another basin, and a sea of this pitch-black liquid fills the entirety of the this reservoir. You see four jagged and rocky outcrops stick out from this reservoir. Standing on the outcrop right in front of you, you see a figure shrouded in black cloth, staring at you with these beady and glowing amethyst-like eyes. Oh, this is kind of scary. Kind of? Not kind of, he's really intimidating. My freak senses are going off. Your freak senses? Okay, this is the one time I'll excuse that. Because he is kind of freaky over there. Uh, and. Hello? Hello. Who might you be? Oh, well, my name is Marco. We are. Uh, pirates from. Yeah, we're, what, we're just wandering pirates, really. What business does pirates have with me? Uh, okay, so this is this has me really conflicted because though, uh, do you have a better way of explaining this? Because um, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain this in a good way. Yeah. Um. We're here to 
Um, I guess settle the, um, uh, how do I say this? Um, the, the whole... poisoning of the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like fucking up a life for everyone up there. And they're not the people that fucked your life over. Although I get it. I get that rage transcends time and, you know, forces of nature like death and all that. But, um, these people didn't do anything to you. So if you could stop it, please do. My rage transcends the terms. It transcends the generations. What are those people did to me? They robbed generations. They stole life that had so much going for it. Yes, but that's directly the point. They didn't do this. But they killed generations worth of us. So I will cast my judgment on generations of theirs. And you see this figure suddenly throws back their cloak. And all you see in front of you is this turtle dragonborn. This mane of flowing white hair flows down his back and tail. His face has qualities of a snapping turtle with huge fangs like a saber-toothed tiger running down his jaw. Scars are etched into his face and run down the rest of his figure. His torso is wrapped tightly in leather with rings holding the bands together. His muscles are tight and rippling, and all you see is he's missing one of his arms. The other has these razor-sharp claws extruding from each fingertip. His greenish-gray scales uh, catch the glint of torches hung across the circumference of the cavern. I won't let anyone stop my revenge. And everyone roll initiative. Oh, oh god. Boy. Let's not roll horribly this time. Never mind, I can't say that. Oh. Okay. I, I did better. True. Let me roll Eldorus's. Oh, oh my god. Same <laughs> as last time. Same exact <laughs> number. A few, a few digits more. Nice. We're awesome at rolling initiative. <laughs> We're so good at what we do. <laughs> We're the best. He looks you guys in the eyes and he goes, I shouldn't have to battle you without telling you. My name first. My name is Regvalk, the Endless. All I seek is my own personal revenge. Eldorus turns it's to you guys not, and goes, I kind of yes. get it. I kind of get oh, it. Oh, no. I'm just saying, little bit justified. <laughs> yes, but not. I don't really deserve it. Yeah, I understand, but like, you know, let's not get into it. Yeah. 
You're gonna make me more conflicted than I already am, and I don't like it. Sorry. And you see that, Nanette, you are first. I am? You are. Oh, no. Even he rolled shit on his initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> really? I wish we yeah. kind of wish he rolled better. Um, okay. Uh, what do I do? I don't want to feel like I don't want to do anything just yet. You but- can hold your turn. Oh, okay. Oh I, my god. I, I I don't feel right attacking him yet. That's gonna go to Eldorus, and Eldorus goes, Listen, yes, listen, buddy. I get it. I get it. Revenge burns deep. I'm kind of thriving on it right now. It's the only thing keeping me alive. But hear me out. The people up there are innocent. There are children dying and of thirst and food hunger that I could have said that better but they didn't do anything to you or the turtles that their ancestors killed maybe it's time to back off um and Eldorus is going to roll persuasion alright oh Um, my god no a two You not very good this. No right to lecture me on my means of revenge. I only seek equality and justice that even the navy wouldn't provide. And that is going to go to Regvalk's turn. Oh man. And he is going to lunge forward onto the platform adjacent to you guys. And he is going to root strike uh, Eldorus for the pitiful attempt to reach out to him. Oh, God. That hits Eldorus. Oh, no. Oh, man. What the hell? That is going to do six damage to Eldorus. <laughs> and you see that Regvolk pushes his blades deeper into Eldorus as he strikes. And goes to make a second attack. Uh-oh. Second attack. You see, as he goes to strike uh, Eldorus again, trying to push these claws in deeper, Eldorus backs up and he goes, Listen, man, I understand. I get where you're coming from. But, I, you know what? I'm not the one to lecture you about this. Mako, Nanette, handle this. What? Uh- you're right. You all have no right to lecture me upon my justice. And that is going to end his turn and Mako, that's yours. Listen. Is there justice if it's doing it to the wrong people? It's my justice. Even if it's on the wrong side, it is mine. And it's to not choose. the same thing. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Ooh, can we roll good today, guys? No, we can't. It was a good attempt. It's better, that's for sure. It's better, it is better. It's better. You lecture me without knowing what I've seen. 
Those people killed children in front of my eyes. I cannot let that pass. Their family must be cursed with the same scars I've burned. And Mako, are you going to do anything else on your turn? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> and Mako, you suddenly also feel a twinge of sympathy, but it's not your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, it is not his place to say anything about revenge with his brother. And uh, are you going to do anything else on your turn? No, not yet. He's still in conflict. Okay, and that's going to go to Nanette's turn. One turn. <laughs> this might get us killed. Uh, Most definitely. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um... Listen, we don't mean to try to lecture you or try to seem superior in any kind of way. It's just... I... It's hard to stand by and watch innocent people suffer, and I know you've felt the same way. And... Well... Um... Uh, I'm kind of struggling here. <laughs> I feel the same pain. However, I can't let go, no matter what. Nanette, roll me a persuasion check. Uh, okay. Where is persuasion? There it is. Okay. <laughs> Come on! I cannot look away from this. They live in the shells of children that so wonderfully played in the ocean. They could have at He's least got a paid good point there. respect. Uh, However, they still decorate the bodies. How am I supposed to let that go? And that is going to go to Aldoris' turn. Alright, alright. Well, listen. I really don't want to hit you. Like, for once, I'm not aiming to swing at anything. I'm not the greatest person. I've done things, and I admit, maybe I shouldn't say that one. But, <sighs> Regvolk, I... God, you are so right, it hurts. <laughs> listen to me they are innocent they didn't do it I, I'm just beating the dead horse right now um and Eldoris is going to frustratingly roll a persuasion check I should say with disadvantage but he doesn't need it um, <laughs> you it hurts because he's spitting sex 
You thrive on hate. I can't take advice from even you. Would you let go of your hatred, even for if it was a man reborn under new light? No, you wouldn't. Eldorus goes, fuck, you got me there. Oh, you suck. You anywhere. suck. <laughs> you suck. You're so cool, but you suck. <laughs> also, what kind of name is fucking Regvalk the Endless? That is so fucking cool. <laughs> and Regvalk is going to strike Eldorus once again. And that is a natural 20. No! Oh my god, no! That is 9 damage. Holy moly. And you see as this slash of these claws run through Eldorus's already translucent body, you see this sparkling in green blood begin to spill across the surface of these claws. Oh my god. And he's going to roll the hit again. And you see Eldorus goes, Listen, alright, we don't need to settle it this way. I understand. I really do get it. I, I'm i not in a position to lecture you about anything. But please, just think about it. You're not being better than them. And Ravalk goes, Better or for worse, that soothes my heart. And that is going to go to your turn, uh, Mako. Uh, uh, did you try to talk to them about this? Did you tell them they should have done this or the other? I went to that mayor. I spoke to him. All he did was shun me and call me a monster. You asked the one least... The least sane man in this town? He the man looks quite like sane before I bestowed a curse on him. Oh. Well, that, that's just even worse. What? He sparked he... my rage. This is too much. And, uh, Bako, are you going to do anything <sighs> else on your turn? <laughs> Awful. I don't like the conflict I'm receiving in this battle. Yeah. This battle feeling more like a mental battle. It really it is. It really like is. a mental battle. But he's so right. He's, he's <sighs> right about anything he brings up. So why? Wait, but you only estimated, but what about the rest of the people? They all feared me. For my appearance. Uh, oh. My ghastly anger. It was apparent on my face. But you cannot hide emotions of such vigor. One could try. Then why can't we try to settle this for you? How would you do that? You tell us what to do, but we just don't hurt them, because as much as hatred you have in you, 
this is not right. It's it's just it's not right for anyone. It's not right for you. It's not right for them. It wasn't right for for anyone in your family. But it's just it's it's just too much. I Maka. I can't even put it into words. Roll persuasion with advantage. Ooh. Uh, please. Please. I don't need it. Holy shit. Let's go! You see, Regvalk begins to soften his gaze. These sharp eyes of his begin to lower into a state of more tranquil nature. And he falls to his knees. Yo, 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 hold on. And he, like, uh, rushes to him and, like, like, uh, holds his hand. I, I admit what I was doing was wrong. But that justice felt so right. It does in the moment, but when you realize everything, it's what what is this compared to everything else? Uh, I guess um in the end you don't need to go about this alone. I mean a cycle of death doesn't really help anyone, including you. It'll just result in loneliness and even if in the moment it might feel good, how could you find any peace in that? Being alone, surrounded in an island of poison. You see tears begin to flood out from his eyes. You see, my mother, the one we are fighting under, the mother of sea dragons, she once spoke a valuable lesson me an eye for an eye would leave the whole world blind and I suppose you are right if I could if I continue to perpetuate this cycle of death what good am I I am just a fool wallowing in pity and rage Your hatred is understandable, but I think your mother knew best when she said that. Mother always was a kind soul, even as harpoons plunged into her back. She understood the cycle of life, she called it. I'm sure she was an excellent person. She was. She fought. And she protected. However, she fell. <sighs> and you see as he kind of pulls himself up with his one arm and looks you guys in the eyes with these watering silken laced eyes. If you may help me find any sort of peace in the strutted land, I would be forever in your service. Hey, 
Of course you'll find something. I know that mayor said we shouldn't bring you to him, but I there's no reason we shouldn't. There needs to be a way to settle this. He yeah. nods solemnly. I understand. Of course. And right. you see Eldoris kind of walks up a little bit and goes, You are a braver man than I. I don't think I could have ever, you know, come to terms with the one I hate. But seeing you forgive doesn't make me want to forgive, but I can respect your action. You're a bigger man than I could ever be, Regvalk. And Revolk goes, Why? From how you pleaded with me. How you all pleaded with me. I appreciate all of you. Well, I refuse to hurt you. You were already hurt enough. Of course. He just kind of wipes his uh, tears away with his hand. For now, I will stop casting the curse on this island. But if negotiations fail, if we have to fight it once more, I will hold nothing back. All right. For now, let's try to find a better solution to all of this. He nods. Well, we're definitely going to start with those shells because it already didn't feel right to us from the start. Right. Uh, there should be more resources on this island. Uh, hopefully, uh, when the poison starts to fade away. Yeah. All right. Well, I cause pain, primarily. If they agree, I may help them rebuild the island. I can bring life with these hands as well. And you see, he puts his hand on Aldoris's chest. Heal. And you see this aura that consists of small sea dragons. These turtle-looking dragons, made out of this luminescent green energy, begin to swim around Eldoris' wounds, and they close up. Beautiful. Thank you. My magic is not meant to hurt, but recently it has taken that toll. I hope my brothers and sisters can understand. Well, I'm sure you'll be able to do some great things with those abilities of yours. Why not let it be shown to the world? If they may be, I would like to show them to the world. And as he says that, we will end the session there. What? Yay! Yes! <laughs>